know a young boy drowned here? He was my son. And today is his birthday. You won't believe my parents' cabin. Here we are. Very nice, huh? sister she's gone missing have you seen her she ain't missing she's dead people go missing around here they're gone for good guys welcome back to three guys at horror um we are toddlers tonight so uh i will be taking over the hosting duties who are you you need to tell them <laughs> uh i am joe of course uh you know hopefully most of you know my voice by now um, some new listeners you never sure know. but uh, i am joined by um sam and steve tonight our usual uh co-hosts so uh we will miss todd but uh, he will be back in a couple weeks. Um, also, a dis- disclaimer, we will be taking next week off as Steve will be heading to Halloween Horror Nights and Todd will be away on business. So, um, Jealous. After- <laughs> yeah, so definitely jealous on that. But uh, yeah, so next week, no new episode. But after that, we will be back with one of our probably biggest and most anticipated reviews of the year for It Chapter 2. So definitely stay tuned for that. And we have some other exciting stuff coming up, um, a few um, celebrity interviews and whatnot. So definitely stay tuned for that. But, uh, yeah, so how's everyone doing tonight? I just got to say, happy Friday the 13th, witches! Yes, um, so, uh, you know, this episode is releasing the day before Friday the 13th. But for those of you who are listening to us on the Friday, happy Friday the 13th, everyone. That is why we chose to review Friday the 13th tonight. It was also Todd's choice. We asked him what he wanted us to review while he was gone, and he made a good choice with it being Friday the 13th. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Steve, how are you? How was your weekend? I'm doing good, man. Uh, Yeah, just getting myself prepared for Halloween Horror Nights. It's uh, 
you know, something I do every year, so just really psyched to be going. Also doing Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which isn't really horror, but it's still kind of a fun Halloween activity to do that I do every year. So, yeah, it's uh, just preparing for that, you know, getting my stuff ready, and, uh, yeah, I'm super excited. What did you guys do this weekend? What did we do? We went to... Uh... It was. It wasn't really a horror, much horror I know, stuff I don't weekend. Even remember. I'm like, what did we do? <laughs> well, we went to um, like a live band thing on Saturday night. We went to emo night we for those of you who are big emo music fans in high school and stuff. So we went back to our high school days there. It was uh, that was fun. And what did we do Friday? I can't even remember honestly. Yeah, I think I, I think we just no. We, we stayed went to in. Spirit. I think. Yeah, but then Again, did we but... stay. We stayed in and watched some horror movies. I think from what I remember. I honestly don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't really it was remember. Like so long ago. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, so what kind of people were you in high school? Were you emos, both of you? <laughs> um, yeah, you have to elaborate. You can't just throw out the same. I know. Joe, like, <laughs> threw me in there. He was like, back to our emo days in high school. I wouldn't say I was an emo kid. I listened to emo music in high school, yeah. but I wouldn't classify classify myself as like an emo kid. I wasn't like, I didn't really like dress like that or anything. I was kind of like. I didn't belong to a clique in high school. Um, you know, I definitely wasn't, like, a popular kid, but I wasn't, like, a nerdy kid either. Um, I, I didn't really... I guess I didn't belong to any particular clique. I got along with everybody and um, just kind of, like, I wasn't I wasn't a horror, but, like, I didn't dress in horror stuff and whatnot, so, yeah. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Sam? Um... I don't know. So, like, I went to a new high school, so I didn't know anyone when I started there. But I kind of had friends, like, from different groups and stuff. But towards the end of high school, I had a group of friends, and they all rode BMX. So I was trying to do that, too. (laughs) And I wore clothes from, like, Hot Topic and, like, Converse. And you go thrifting for, like, the cool shirts and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I listened to emo, but I wasn't, like goth or like full punk or anything like that what about you steve yeah it was it was like a mix of different things because i mean in the 90s it seems like there was a lot of like little phases that were going through a lot. and I, I and i was kind of hitting each one like i had a jock phase where i was listening to stuff like jock jam which is just horrible i wore track suits and stuff it was just horrible uh that's then awesome I, like, I need to see some <laughs> photos yeah, no. <laughs> uh, then I had, I had, like, a rap phase where I wore, like, baggy jeans and stuff because, like, the mid-90s were really heavy rap years. Uh, I mean, you Tupac, Biggie, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I went into, like, a more of an alternative phase when, like, Green Day was getting big and uh, stuff like that. So I kind of hit all the different stuff. Uh, but like you said, there wasn't a lot of horror stuff back then, unfortunately. Uh, that, you know, I was kind of more of a, you know, I don't want to say closet horror fan, but... Uh, it's not something that came out till later, but yeah, that's I kind of hit every little thing there, so mm-hmm. nothing in, in general. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, one other thing to mention is uh, I wanted to mention a couple of shows that will be coming up. Uh, we will be at Rock and Shock October 11th through the 13th in Worcester, Massachusetts. So go and check that out. Um, the big guest for that. Con is Bruce Campbell and the Ladies of Evil Dead, a bunch of other guests too, so you can check it out. Um, I don't know, I think it's probably rockandshock.com or um, something like that. Um, but here is a quick little advertisement for it. 
Do you have a craving for creatures, a thirst for thrills, and a hunger for horror? Then you need to gorge yourself on the gore of Rock and Shock. That's right, Worcester's annual horror convention, Rock and Shock, comes to you from the DCU Center in Worcester, Massachusetts on October 11th, 12th, and 13th. Featuring the ladies of Evil Dead, Betsy Baker, Ellen Sandweiss, and Teresa Tilly, Ray Wise and Sherilyn Fenn of Twin Peaks, Jason Voorhees himself, Kane Hodder, John Dugan and Ed Neal of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and making his first appearance, the legendary Bruce Campbell. Hail to the king, baby. Go to rockandshock.com for the full list as new guests are added all the time. Rock and Shock. Be there and be scared. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Yeah, so if you're going to be in the Worcester Mass area, you're definitely going to want to check out Rock and Shock. Uh, I've been going like every year for the past 10 years. I always have an awesome time. And the fact we're going to have a table this year is going to be even better. So if you're going to be there, come by um, the Dorkening Podcast Network table. That is where we will be set up um, and we'll be hanging out there all weekend. Uh, I will be there for sure. Steve is now um, officially, I think, a maybe. So that's exciting. A hard maybe. Uh, Yes. (laughs) I'll, I'll know by next episode. All right, awesome. Um, so, yeah, me and Steve may be there. Um, I think Sam is a possibility. We'll see. Okay. Um, and, but Todd will not be there. But also the other event uh, coming up for us is Wicked Weekend, which will be December 6th through the 8th in Stafford Springs, Connecticut. Um, awesome guest list there as well. Um, you can get all information at thewickedvault.com. Um, definitely want to check out that one. That is going to be an awesome event as well. Um, so if anyone else, is anyone else got anything before we head into social media and emails? Go nope. check your local uh, targets because they're starting to put out Halloween. <laughs> yes. All right. Spooky season is upon us. Uh, all right, Steve, why don't uh, we get right into our social media and emails this week? All right, guys, you can write us uh, by email at threeguysathore at gmail.com. That is the number three. Or hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, all three guys that whore. Uh, we've got quite a few questions this week, so that's really awesome, you guys. Uh, so let's start with the first one here. Uh, this one, I believe, came on Instagram. Uh, it comes from uh, Joseph, who uh, apparently we missed a couple questions in the last few weeks, and we're really sorry about that. We'll make sure to check next time. So his question is, do you think Derek Mears should continue as Jason if the damn franchise deal bullcrap ever gets sorted? Ooh, I'm going to say yes. I think he was a really good Jason. Um, yeah, I'd say why. Like, why not? Was there something I missed besides all of Well, the other lawsuit stuff well, going yeah, on. But... but yeah, I, I think he played a really good Jason. And sure, I'd be totally down with him coming back. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, I'll, I'll be honest. It doesn't really matter to me who plays Jason. Sure. Uh, it's LeBron mostly James. Right. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> right. Like, as long as you kind of move stiff and do good kills, I don't really care. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just a character, unfortunately, that is so under heavy makeup and you know usually has like padding and stuff like that that 
it doesn't really matter. But it would be cool. He did do a good job. So yeah, I'd be down for sure. Yeah, well, like what, that was hilarious. How people like were freaking out about LeBron James possibly playing Jason. It's like, what does it matter? He's tall, and like they're like Jason's not black. I was like, uh, okay, he's under a <laughs> right. mask. You yeah. know, like does it really matter? Like you would never even know. But yeah, it's just hilarious. Um, and it's interesting. Like, why do people obsess over Kane Hodder so much? Like, is it because he you played? Tell me. <laughs> I mean, it's because he played him the most, right? Like, uh, in seven, eight, yeah. nine, and ten, and. I mean, I guess that's just what people think. That's who they think of when they think Friday the 13th. But why? Because he didn't come in until part seven. I know, but like, I think so it's like because so he goes to the, the cons. Yeah. Like, he's more out there and in your face and more recognizable and all of that stuff. So I think that has something to do with it. Sure. But yeah, I'd be down for Derek Mears, sure. Yeah, I thought he was good. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, uh, and actually, uh, Joseph continues. He says... Uh, Derek Mears is a great Jason in this 2009 film. Do you think Kane Hodder would be jealous if they chose Derek over him as to ever reprising Jason again? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I do you think so he'll be jealous? I do. No, I don't think so. I think he's kind of over it at this point. Like, he was really upset, obviously, when he didn't get picked for Freddy versus Jason. That was because, you know, he was the Jason for the last four movies, and it was kind of his baby, and... They actually gave him the script for Freddy vs. Jason, and they said, hey, we're doing this movie, and then they ended up going, you know, the director didn't want him, he, the director wanted someone taller and more, uh, who looked a lot taller than Freddy, and uh, yeah, they, Kane was really bitter about that, but I think at this point he's kind of over it, like, especially with, you know, Derek doing the remake and stuff, so I don't think he would be jealous at this point. I'm sure he wants to come back and be Jason, but I think he's kind of over it at this point. Yeah, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, what Joseph was that? Joseph Rogers. Uh, Joseph Rogerson. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking him or the other Joseph. I was just being no, nosy. Sam, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't think he'd be jealous. I think he wanted to play Jason, Freddy versus Jason, just because it was kind of the two iconic characters facing each other, and it would have been cool to work with Robert England. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said, even though he's he started you know so late in the series... A lot of people, I think, think of him as Jason because he played it more than once, which, unfortunately, a lot of people don't. Uh, so, yeah, but I don't think Kane at this point really cares anymore. Like you said, he's making his money kind of being Jason in, in a way all the time. So Right. Yeah, he does in costume photo ops at all the cons now, so he gets, still gets to put on that Jason outfit. And, and, he's kinda, and he's up there in age now, too. So, I mean, I don't even know if he'd be able to do a lot of the same, like, stunts he could have done back when he was in his, you know, 30s and 40s, so... Yeah, he also did the game. Oh, that's right. He did do the game, yeah. I was going to say, it could be like how Nick did Michael in the remake, like the new one. Oh, like he did like a little small cameo. Yeah, Yeah, that would be cool. Something like that. Sure. But I don't care, so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then Joseph finishes off with another comment saying, I'm not a big fan of this reboot film. I feel it tries too hard with the tunnels and crap to explain Jason. It should have just been left unexplained. Evil can be anywhere at any time. Enough said. So we'll talk about our thoughts of that movie at the end of the episode. But thank you very much for writing in. Um, All right. So let's go to another question here. This one we got by email which is nice to get an email. So if you guys yeah. want to send an email, it's uh, we get it, they're pretty rare. I mean, I get it. Not a lot of people use email anymore, right. but uh, the option's definitely there. This one comes from Aaron from Horror with Sir Sturdy. He asks, uh, what was your favorite kill from the remake? Mine was the upside-down camp kill. 
two things I didn't like about this movie. It was a little too serious. I was, sorry, uh, it wasn't a serious little to jokey, not set in the 80s. Other than that, I enjoyed a fun movie. So what was your favorite kill in this remake? Um, I say let's save until the review. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Moving over to Instagram. A lot of the Jason questions today, so uh, then I'll keep the one hey, specifically. Fri- yeah, Friday the 13th, to, yeah. so we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh, Rise Horror Corner says, who is your favorite Jason? Mine is Richard Brooker. Ooh, good. that's a good choice. Is that part, is he part four? Uh, that three? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I was like, don't ask me. No, I think part four is Ted White. I think Brooker's three, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going I'm to check. Yeah. Um, so who's your favorite, Jason? Yeah. Mine is Ted White, who is, I'm pretty sure that's part four. I mean, it sounds awful, but uh, just part four is like one of my favorites. So if I'm mistaking it, it's either Brooker or Ted White. I always confuse the two, but I'm pretty sure he, Ted White is four. Or Brooker is part three. Yeah, and Ted White's four. So I'll go, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Ted White from part four being one of my favorites. I mean, obviously, you got to always say Kane, but that's just, like, too obvious. C.J. Graham also did a really good job mm-hmm. as well. So um, I'll, I'll go. I'll throw those two out there. I don't really have a favorite, Jason. I mean, I'm not obsessed with the franchise or anything like that, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go with Kane. He's the only one I met in person, so mm-hmm. that kind of just adds a little bit to it for me. And uh, because he did, you know, kind of three of them, I guess that's who I would gravitate towards more. But they all did a really good job. And yeah. Like we said before, there's nothing uh, too crazy here. Right. Brooker's the only one I think that's not living. Um, all the uh, all the rest are still living. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one's a, a bit of an interesting one and a long one, so bear with me here. Uh, this one comes for Four Foot Rod over on Instagram. <laughs> So I'll read the whole thing, and then I'll answer uh, because it directly uh, directed at me. Uh, <laughs> why did Steve not like Pastor? Did Canada prohibit laughter? Did he watch it in the dark by himself? Did someone hold a gun to his head while watching it? It really needs to be seen with a group of people. Are you looking for a third member? Just kidding, Steve. You're doing great. You're just wrong about Pastor. <laughs> we missed okay. you, Rod. I haven't heard from Rod in a while, so... We missed your odd. <laughs> Maybe Steve uh, doesn't, though. <laughs> right. uh, okay, so here's my answer to that. First of all, no, I didn't like Velocipaster. I, I just, I thought it was awful, to be honest with you. In fact, you'll probably hear me talk about it again at the end of the year when we do our bottom five. Uh, did Canada prohibit laughter? No, they didn't. Uh, just bad, you know, we just don't laugh at bad movies. That's what we do here uh this one was it, you know i did laugh at two two or three parts i will admit but overall i just it did not feel this film uh yes i did watch in the dark by myself because i don't really have anyone to watch horror films with here um my wife what had no interest she loves horror films but she had no interest in this one and um yeah so the thing about philosopher and i think i said that when i talked about it on my what watched is that i know a lot of people in the horror community really dug this film I just don't see it, and I'm not going to hold back. If I don't like something, that's just the way I feel about it. I don't care what everyone thinks about it. Uh, I put out my own opinion, and I will watch it again because obviously I'm missing something. Maybe it was my headspace. I mean, there's a lot of things it could be, so I will one day watch it again, but for now, under after one watch, uh, I thought it sucked. Yeah. So. 
Do you there you go. Maybe alcohol would have helped. Alcohol, yeah. What, what I'm going to do is, uh, I, I, I have a friend who uh, watches horror movies in Montreal. Next time I go over to his house, I'm going to bring this thing with him, and we're going to drink, and then we'll see what happens. All right. But, uh, okay, yeah, so a lot but, of people did like it, Steve? Almost everyone I saw on social media said they liked it, and really liked it, like... Okay. Well, to the point well, where I was like, what? yeah, Joe had mentioned it and he was like, let's watch it. And I was like, I don't know. Cause I remember you talking about it, but yeah, I mean, it's while they're releasing, they make like all just, just yeah. awful, awful mu- movies, but I don't know. I feel like this one may be funny, but I don't know. <laughs> My expectations aren't high, but maybe it can be like, a... I think it'd be a fun drinking night movie. Yeah. But yeah, Steve, it's... would you say it wouldn't even be a fun drinking night movie, Steve? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's really ridiculous, for sure, but I don't know, there's something, it's it's the way it's filmed, it's the way it's acted, there's something about it that really bugs me, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, it was Killer Sofa, for example, which we talked about last week with the trailer, that one seems to be more in my type of comedy, where they're kind of taking it seriously, but with a sofa, whereas this kind of tried too hard, and if they try too hard, to me, that's not funny, so, I don't know, I'll have to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, and finally on Instagram, we had Kayla. She asks, uh, favorite Jason kill from any movie, including Freddy vs. Jason? Ooh, that's a fucking such a hard question. I have one. All right, but, so it. I've mentioned before that I couldn't tell you, like, the Friday the 13th, like, which one is which. This might be the first one. I could. It's probably the second one. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I remember seeing it as a kid. It scared the shit out of me of where he slams the girl, like, in the tree when she's in the sleeping bag. Yeah. Which one is that? That's not part one. It's not part two. Um, it's part seven. Is it part seven? seven? Okay. Yep. Jeez. That's, it's a Kane Hodder kill because he did in the game as well. Okay. So. All right, Kane, I see you. <laughs> That's a good one. It is a good one. Yeah. Uh, God, there's a few that come to mind. Um, I love when he puts the spear uh, in the wheelchair, kid. Like, That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, his fucking wheelchair goes, like, flying yeah. down the stairs. That's a, a great one. I don't remember what part that is. They kind of, like, you... It's part two. Part two? Okay. How do like, you know this, Steve? Because I wrote down my top five, and I wrote down which I one knew they're from. I was like, what is Steve going to pull out of his pocket uh, for this episode? And then, uh, it. there's another one that comes to mind. It's, like, when he's in the wood, he's in the woods with a guy, and, like, he, like, rips his arm off. Um, I can't remember... Exactly. Oh yeah, and he, he like puts him in a tree, and it's like got a smiley yes. face, and he's like disappointed that. Yeah, the arm yeah, yeah. Got, like, I think that's like yeah, part yeah. six, maybe or something. But uh, I think that's, that's Kane as well, so it might Kane? be seven. Okay, so, yeah. that's a good one as well. Um, I mean, there's so many good Jason kills; it's tough to narrow it down. But uh, those ones jump in my head. Yeah, and for, for me, uh, the two that jump in my head, actually three, I'd say. Uh, there's the uppercut uh, in like the oh, boxing yeah. match in part eight. The Manhattan. Yep. Which I just really love that That's kill. A great one. That whole scene. Uh, th- yeah, oh, that whole scene. Yeah, yeah, that whole scene is the best part of uh, yeah. Jason Takes Manhattan. Then there's the liquid nitrogen kill in Jason X, oh, which yeah. I really like, uh, just because it's so brutal and uh, awesome. And finally, actually, she's talking about Freddy versus Jason. Uh, I really like the bedfold one, yeah. where he like stabs a guy in the stomach a few times and then folds the bed on him. Yep. Uh, that so those are probably my three favorite kills. But if I had to pick one in there, I'd probably say the uppercut just because I love Jason yeah. Takes Manhattan so much. Right. It's, it's, uh, it's hilarious. 
I don't know what that. I don't understand the hate for that one. So I mean, I guess because it's only in Manhattan for like the last ten minutes of the movie, but it's just so fun. What about the Kevin Bacon kill? I mean, it's iconic, yeah, in the <laughs> first one, yeah. It's not a Jason kill though. That's true. But it's in the. It, it's in the franchise. It's part of the franchise for sure. Yeah, and then uh, she also goes on to say, "What are your thoughts on Freddy vs. Jason? I kind of liked it. Some awful acting in some parts, but I enjoy it for the most part myself." Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, I you know when I first saw it, I was in high school and I thought it was like the best thing like ever. Aww. When I saw it, I was like, "This is amazing." Looking back on it now, it. It definitely has a lot of flaws, but I think it's, it's still, still a, fun, it's still a really fun movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't expect too much. Like, yeah, I mean, there's some like really much. odd choices in there, like the Kelly Rowland, the yeah. casting of Kelly Rowland, which at the time I guess made that's sense because like that's yeah. just what they did back then. But the sound, then the, like the the music in it isn't very good, and then like Freddie turning into that worm thing and getting high was kind of cheesy, but. Other than that, I, yeah, I thought it was a fun watch. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, especially back then, like you said, it just it was just blowing my mind that these two iconic characters could fight uh, in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, even to this day, I mean, I still watch it every maybe two years that around Halloween, and I just have a lot of fun with it. It's just cool to see the characters uh, against each other and then kind of work together. It's just, uh, yeah, it's it's. It's a cool movie, one to enjoy for sure. It's got some serious cheese at some points, yeah. Uh, but the like the fight at the end there, where they're both going after each other, I just love that whole part, that whole yeah. bit. And, yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, and it was like twenty years in the making. I mean, they had been talking. I remember they've been talking about it for years and years and years, and it just never happened. And then it finally came. So I think it was just all the fans just loved it. And my theater, I remember when I saw it, like my theater was so fun. Everyone was like freaking out and going crazy. So. It was a blast. That and, like, Snakes on a Plane were probably two of my best uh, movie theater experiences I've had. Yeah, the good theater experiences can help a movie for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah movies like, yeah, for, uh, like not, not this, not a horror movie, but for me it was the Jackass films. Oh, I yeah. saw all three in theaters, and oh my god, it was like the best theater experience ever. Because it was all, like, you know, little teens, and, like, with, when I was a teen too, and it's just so funny. Yeah. But yeah, this was a good one for sure. Um, all right, so, uh, Sam, did you have anything for Freddy vs. Jason? No. No? Did you wish Michael was in that? I know, show? I was thinking, I was like, God, it seems like I'm really shitting on Friday the 13th and Jason, but... Oh, well. Oh, well. Maybe yeah. one day we'll get Michael I'm in there. Like, I'm not, I'm just like, I'm not, like, as well versed in it, I guess. Sure. Well, when we do a Halloween episode, I expect you to come out big time. Well, I'll charge you <laughs> to do that episode, oh, buddy. Oh, all right. That'll be a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, heading over to Twitter, uh, we had a question from uh, Zachary Dale, who uh, he talked about kind of the same question, who's your favorite kill in the entire franchise? But he said we couldn't use the head knockout from Jason Takes Manhattan because <laughs> that's an obvious one. Uh, thanks for the question anyway. And then Justin... He asked, it's a fuck, Mary kill. Ooh. I haven't had those in a little yeah, while. it's been a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, Jason, Freddy, and Leatherface. Oh. Sam, I want to hear your, your first, since you're the, the female here. Who is it? Jason, Leatherface, and... Freddy. And Freddy. You're going Mike Lane in there. Shit. Um... 
I guess I would kill Leatherface. I would fuck Jason and marry Freddy, I guess. Okay. Why are you killing Leatherface? Because he's fucking scary. <laughs> okay. He's not wearing my meat suit. Okay. Jason, because I would just act like it's a guy, like in some hot Halloween costume. <laughs> okay. And then Freddy. You'd want to marry him, be with that furry <laughs> face for the rest of your life? <laughs> well, the way to a girl's heart is to make her laugh. Okay. And in my eyes, like, I think Freddy's more comical, like, sure. towards the end of everything. So that's why I would marry him, I guess. Okay. I want to hear what you guys think. Ooh. Um, jeez. Go ahead, Steve. I gotta think about this. All right. Um, for me, I would marry Jason because I feel that he's quiet and <laughs> would be kind of easy to get along with. Uh, I would fuck Leatherface because at least he could put on a little makeup. On the- <laughs> I could at least pretend for a minute. And I would definitely kill Freddy because, God, he'd be so annoying to be... Uh, with his mouth would just not stop for a second and yeah no no thanks yeah that'd be mine what about you joe i'm going with those exact same answers yeah, as Steve. Like, for those like those are all great reasons so yeah. i'm gonna go around. i'm gonna go with that too all right um and then we got jedi mine 1207 he says which version costume design of jason do you like most Ooh, that's a good one uh, I really love his Part 8 look. He's, like, slimy and just, I don't know. I just, I've always loved that Part 8 look. So I'd say it's between Part 8 and Part, probably Part 4. I love the, um, just, like, the simplistic look of Part 4 as well. And, like, the bloody, um, you know, slit in his mask there, too. So I'll go those two. Can I say Sackhead? Sure, part two. All right. That's good. And for me, it's also part eight. I just really dig that look. And as a second, I would actually say Freddy vs. Jason because yeah, it's like cool they look. took his, his most iconic look and just kind of put it together. Yeah. So I, I like that look as well. Uh, and no, one likes the asked, blue, no one likes the blue mask in part five? No. <laughs> All right. It's the red only. Yeah. That's, that's how it works. Um... Is teleporting part of Jason's arsenal? Ooh, I'm going to say no. I just, well, I mean, it is always like, how does he get to these places? But I've never thought of him as like being like a teleporter. Yeah, I was going to say no, but did I miss something? No, I mean, it's never been like, I don't think it's ever been like thrown out there or anything. It's just that he's always seems to be in the right place at the right time. But yeah, I've never considered him a teleporter. Yeah, I mean, he is supernatural, so I guess maybe, but I, I wouldn't throw that out there. No, he just puts a little bit of hustle in his step when we don't see him on camera. That's all he, uh, he's just, yeah, I don't know, not a teleporter. He was in the game, that, that's, but I think they just did that so that you're not Make always easier, slow. And yeah. It'd be super easy to like, get away from him. Right. Um, I think he's just fast, really. Yeah, he's like, so. he's, he's like uh, Usain Bolt. Yeah, right. He's an Olympic runner. <laughs> yeah. As soon as the camera's off, yeah. he just bolts it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, Jim Carrey in the mask. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, okay, we got some more questions here. This over on Facebook. Uh, actually, that one's a... G- I'm going to wait for that one. And, okay, who would you cast as the next Jason Voorhees for the inevitable reboot slash remake slash sequel? 
who isn't inevitable, this fucking lawsuit. Right. Like, God, it just seems like it's never ending. Um, I mean, it will come eventually. I was like, though. will it end? <laughs> um, I mean, if Derek Mears doesn't come back, I mean, it'd have to be like someone big and tall. The Rock. The Rock? Ooh. You know, I don't hate it. I mean, like I said, I'd watch it. a mask, yeah. yeah. Um, Jason Momoa. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And I'll go Dave Batista. So. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know. Is that the guy in Stuber? Yes. Yeah. How about Kane? Yeah, for sure. He's big and brooding. Yeah, although I think he's like mayor of uh, Tennessee or something. <laughs> so, so somewhere in Tennessee, That's like right. Knoxville, maybe. And he's already played a slasher. So Yeah, yeah, twice. Yep. So <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, and that's all the questions that we have for, uh, before the, when we're going to talk about the remake. So thank you everyone for the questions. Again, just send us messages at three guys that horror on all social media and email gmail.com number three. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Steve, for that. Um, let's get into what we've been watching. Sam, you want to start us off? No, just joking. (laughs) Um, I have one. Joe and I actually watched this one together um called satanic panic uh starring rebecca romaine also has jerry o'connell a few other folks that i don't really know um i kind of forgot i was like i need to tell them what it's about (laughs) it sucks so bad but pretty much it's about a girl who is a pizza driver her name is sam and she ends up delivering pizza to uh, Satan, pretty much, and they want to sacrifice her because she's a virgin. Uh, but don't watch it. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Yeah, this was on my list as well. Uh, yeah, I was really looking forward to this I one was too. Yeah. Um. So you know, it has like it's a horror comedy, and I knew that like getting into it. Um. But yeah, just like the comedy, just it just the tone. The tone was like all over the place. Mm-hmm. It was like. At times it wanted to be a comedy, at times it wanted to be like a serious movie, and then it was just like really all over the map. I was really disappointed. Um, there was like some hype I had seen about this one, but yeah, I was very, very disappointed. Yeah, like we were gonna, we couldn't finish it, but then I was like, I'm not watching this. Yeah, we got like an hour, we were like an hour into it, and I was like, oh my god, how much longer is left in this movie? And we saw there was like a half hour, I was like, oh my god, I feel like, I thought this was almost over, so like, I was like, let me fast forward through this a little bit. Just so we could see Yeah, we got through the ending, and I was like, oh, I'm glad we didn't even bother like watching it, because it wasn't even worth the payoff or anything. So, yeah, (laughs) Satanic Panic. Just came out this year, 2019 release. I would say definitely skip this one. Would it be better if we were drinking, though? No, no, I, I don't think so. It's just not just a fun watch at all. Listeners. If you want to watch like a good satanic type movie, watch uh, Deathgasm. Yeah. That's a good one. Good horror comedy right there. Hell yeah. All right, I'll go. Um, j- just as a side note, I always put a horror movie on Shutter while I'm like, doing these, just in the background. And their Shutter TV is a thing where they con- constantly play movies, and it says Creep Show Two, and it's not Creep Show Two, and I'm very disappointed. Oh no! <laughs> so, d- so damn you, Shutter, for getting my hopes up. Uh, and speaking of Shutter, so okay, so I watched a movie called Blew My Mind, which is on Shutter, and 
again, and I had the same issue last week, this was not horror at all. Oh, no. Uh, so it's a movie about a girl who slowly becomes a mermaid. And it's kind of a coming-of-age coming story. Oh. Uh, she's new to this town. She's making new friends. But, and as she's like going through you know, high school and puberty and stuff like that, she starts turning into a mermaid, which kind of hurts her chances with guys and stuff like that. And the movie was okay. I mean, it was a okay story. The acting was actually pretty good. But there's nothing horror about it at all. So I got to start researching more when, before I watch stuff on Shudder, <laughs> assuming it's always a horror film. Because this is like the third time I watch something that isn't <laughs> horror at all on Shudder. So beware. But uh, blew my mind. Okay film, but not horror. So there you go. Saving anything else for us? Um, what's that other one that we watched? Uh, Incident in Ghostland? Oh, yeah. I'll let you talk about it. Well, I've already talked about it on the show before. Oh, okay. So I'll let you um, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because I wanted to watch something scary, um, because I've been watching horror movies, like, when Joe goes to work, and I put on my little Halloween lights and stuff like that, and I was like, I want to be scared, and so he was like, all right, we'll watch this, and I think part of it why I didn't love it is because I was already antsy, and I was just over it, because it had taken us a while to find, like, a good stream of it, um, it was all right, don't watch it, that's all I have. What's it about? I am going to totally disagree with Sam. I really, it's really good, like this but movie. it's not like it didn't scare me. So like what it's it about is uh, there's these two girls, and the movie opens with these two girls and their mothers. They're moving into their um, aunt's house that had died. They uh, get into the house, and all of a sudden, these two like psychotic people driving like basically an ice cream truck show up and like attack them and whatnot. And uh, so they go through, like, this brutal attack, and then we flash forward to one of the girls. Um, She's grown up. She's living a successful life now. Uh, She's, like, a famous author and stuff like that. And she... A horror author. She's a horror author, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, she's living a good life and stuff. And then one night, she gets a call from her, um, her sister, who's, like, basically having, like, a breakdown, saying, like, you know, come save me. Like, they're hurting me and stuff like that so she's she uh she's like i don't know what's going on like she tries calling her mother and the mother doesn't answer so she goes back to the house where she was attacked as a child and the mother and her sister still live there and the sister basically has like severe ptsd and um i'll leave it at that because the movie takes some twists and turns you really don't see coming i didn't see it coming i don't know did you see it coming sam no no but... yeah Okay, I'm shit- I'm shitting it. on it a little too much. <laughs> it is good. There were just some things I wish I could have watched longer. Like I wish, yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah. I mean, I loved this movie. It would have been probably in my top five last year um, had I seen it last year. But I didn't see it until like January, February of this year. But I highly recommend it. I believe it is streaming on Shutter, if I'm not mistaken, Steve. Uh, but it's called Incident in a Ghostland. Um, it's from the same director who did Martyrs. So um, there's some brutal stuff in there, I thought. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a really good watch. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it is on Shutter. I just yeah. added it to my list. Perfect. Um, next one for me is a movie called Cargo. It's a Netflix original. Ah, I've seen uh, this one. Actually, I think uh, Sam, good. I don't know if Sam saw that one. 
That's the zombie one with, uh, I don't know if he did with, this with, one. With Martin Freeman? Martin Freeman. From oh, Ghost wait, Story. yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. I think we might have watched this together. We watched yeah. it together, that's right. Perfect. Yeah, so that's it. It's a Netflix original starring Martin Freeman set in Australia. Uh, basically, it's a post-apocalyptic zombie film where Martin Freeman, his wife, and a baby are trying to survive, and then circumstances happen, and Martin Freeman is put in a position where he has to find a home or at least someone to take care of the baby, uh, and time's running out for reasons, and uh, a bunch of stuff happens. He meets interesting characters on the way including kind of natives from uh, the Outback. And it's a, it's, it was a pretty good movie. Uh, not great. Uh, you know, I'm a big zombie fan. I love Martin Freeman. Uh, the acting was fantastic. I'll give it that. Uh, it was a little slow at times, in my opinion, but it picked up near the end. And uh, I, would, I would say I'd recommend it, though. It's, I enjoyed it enough to, for people to watch it, but... Not a, not a great film. Nothing I'd put on like my top ten of the year if it were released this year or anything like that. What do you guys think of it? Yeah, I I agree with your assessment. Um, I don't. It, for me, it wouldn't be one I would recommend. It, it's definitely not a bad movie. I mean, Martin Freeman's really good in it. The movie has some heart there and stuff. But yeah, overall, I just found it rather middle of the road for me personally. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I think I thought it was a little too bland or maybe too slow it's been a while since i've seen it but i was like i wouldn't watch this again Usually yeah there's I, definitely yeah that's what i base like my movies yeah. on if, if i watch it again right yeah and there's a lot of kind of slow parts in the movie so i'm not surprised but yeah, yeah it's uh it's it's an okay film for sure uh, I'll go next. Uh, I watched one. Uh, I got back into the Into the Dark series after I really enjoyed the one I watched uh, a couple weeks ago. I can't remember the name of it right now. But uh, I watched one called uh, Culture Shock. Did I talk about this one? I think so. Did I? I don't know. Are you sure? <laughs> you just talked about an episode last Not Culture Shock, though. I talked about sure? a different one. Okay. Uh, All That We Destroy is what I talked about, I think, last week. Well, if I talked about Culture Shock last week, I guess I'll just briefly talk about it again because I don't no, remember right No, maybe you didn't. Uh, Culture Shock is um, basically about this girl who's trying to cross the border from Mexico into America. Um, she, you know, hires this, you know, hires these people to bring her over. Um, and things go awry. Uh, basically, the drug cartel, they run into the drug cartel who then tries to kill all of the rest of them trying to... Uh, cross home to America, all of a sudden everything fades to black, she wakes up, she's in this picture-perfect, you know, like, American dream, I guess you could say, uh, like, you know, the, kind of like a Stepford Wives type thing, where, like, everything's just, like, perfect and tip-top, um, what we find out is, is that she's basically in, like, this computer simulation, um, and basically, like, she's, uh, Basically, they're being, like, tested on by, like, at, in this, like, medical lab. Um, really weird. Um, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, overall, I thought this one was pretty good. Um, definitely wasn't as good as the last one I watched. But um, a decent watch. And I'd, I'd say it's worth a one-time watch. It's, it wasn't too bad. All right. Um, Sam, did you have another one? Nope. All right. All right. Oh, well, all right. Why why do, uh, do you have any more Steve, or Should we get into this uh, um, this uh, screener we got? 
I have one more okay. uh, that I'll talk about really quickly. It was, uh, I watched Critters, A New Binge, which is also a Shutter exclusive, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's an eight-episode series, but it's really just a movie cut into eight episodes for whatever reason. Um, and it's basically par for the course for Critters, at least as far as I'm concerned. Uh, terrible acting from the humans, amazing scenes with the Critters, and overall, I really enjoyed it because I love the Critters, and... It's a really fun watch. I just it, to me, it sucks that they put into eight like eight minute episodes. Uh, it just it's constant having to like leave and come back and find it. And it's just it was annoying. But uh, overall, I enjoyed it. Critics Did they awesome. say why they broke it up into the episodes like that? I mean, it was always it? it's on Shutter. On Shutter, yeah. It was always planned to be a TV series, but they just didn't tell people that they were going to be like eight. 10 minute long episodes it was kind of they kind of pulled the the wool over everyone's eyes on that one yeah it's good though so i I do recommend it it's if you like critters especially or creature features recommended they're really cool the creatures the critters in this one all right i know i think todd hated it (laughs) if i'm not mistaken but what else is new (laughs) todd i know you're listening (laughs) uh but all right yeah so let's get into um we were sent a horror short from our buddy Jason Burke, who uh, he's a member of my horror group, uh, Joe's House of Horror. Um, Nostalgic Nightmare Productions. Um, so the title of the short was called Limbo Cafe. Um, it is going to be, um, I think, filming at a lot of film festivals coming up. Uh, a little 20-minute movie. Um, do either one of you guys want to synopsize this for me? No. all right i'll I'll do it i guess all right uh so a girl goes into a cafe uh at night and she seems distressed and she talks to the barista the kind of that you know she she wants coffee and she's having a stressful night and she starts seeing visions of her ex-husband i think it was or her husband or something like that and then you know a bunch of stuff happens and I don't want to really spoil it, right? So it's right, like yeah. 20, 20 minutes, but that's basically it. It's a girl in a cafe with a barista and her kind of ghostly husband or ex-husband that's kind of haunting her. And a lot of stuff happens. And that's the movie. All right. Well, Sam, what did you think about this little horror short we got from Jason? Um. Well, Jason, thanks for sending us your short. I liked it. Um. At first, I was kind of... Not worried, but I I don't know. It, guys, it takes me a lot of energy and, like, focus to watch something. And if I'm not in that mood, like, it just takes me a lot. So I was like, ugh. But I actually liked it. I liked the name of the film. I liked that it was in the little coffee shop or diner. Um, there were some parts that kind of threw me out of it. Um, I mean, is that going to be, like, refilmed, or that's just what it is? I mean, I think that there was a couple of, like, continuity yeah, issues that I that noticed. That was the only but, thing that yeah. just kind of, like, took me out of it. But other than that, I really liked the story. Um, I thought the acting was good. Steve? Um, yeah, so, so I, I studied film in college, so I appreciate movies like this because I know how much work it is. And I thought it was actually really beautifully shot and, mm-hmm. like, uh, like edited, very well edited, uh, very well lit and stuff like that. Uh, the movie was, was good. 
Uh, my, I, I had a little bit of an issue with the acting, to be honest with you guys, especially I with had, the barista. Yeah, I had an because issue with yeah. the barista. I had an issue with a little bit. It, it's the accent. Like, yeah. And I'm sorry to that actress if that's her real accent, but it sounded really fake, and I couldn't get past that. Um, so that was a little bit of an issue for me, but overall, I really enjoyed it, and I really wish this film good luck in the festivals yeah. because it's it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. I thought, actually, the story was really, really good. It was, like, a really good, like, Twilight Zone episode, like, type thing going on there. So I thought it was really good. Um, the execution definitely could have been a little better. Um, the, like we said, with the continuity issues at one point, like, the girl's hair, like, she went from having, like, short, from long, like, short brown short hair brown to, like, to long, long blonde. blonde hair. And then, like, the makeup was, was a little different, yeah. different in parts. But, I mean, whatever. That's, like, nitpicking. That's nitpicking, definitely. Um, but, yeah, so there's a little bit of that. Um, it didn't really take me out of it. But, yeah, overall, I thought it really, this, I mean, I thought the script was really good. I really liked the story. It was shot really well. Um, just a few little issues. But, overall, I, I thought pretty good. Like Steve said, the I thought the barista was a little, her accent was a little distracting. I think they could have done without that, honestly. Um, I think they could have maybe even used someone a little bit uh, creepier in that um, role. But um, overall, I I think there is a good story there. And um, yeah, so yeah, uh, thanks, Jason, for sending that over. Um, And keep an eye out for it, guys. Uh, Limbo Cafe, um, it will be screening at a lot of uh, festivals and conventions coming up. And uh, keep an eye out for it. it. Might be getting up there. It might be you know showing up on YouTube or something. So yeah, keep yeah. an eye out for it. Well, I was surprised because when Joe mentioned it, he said a guy from his group. And then as we were watching the end credits, I saw Jason's name. I was like, hey, I know that name. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that Jason in your group? And he's like, yeah. I was like, that's so cool. I didn't know that that was his thing, and that's what he's doing. So that's awesome. Yeah, very very cool. And yeah, so yeah, we uh, we look forward to seeing. Uh, yeah, Jason, send us over whatever you got coming up. Uh, you know, if you get any more shorts coming or maybe a feature length thing, let us know. And, uh, we'd, maybe uh, we can be on the yeah, podcast. maybe we can have you on sometime. And, uh, especially if for your first feature length mm-hmm. one, we'd, we'd love to have you on and talk some horror with you. So thank you so much for sending that over. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but, uh, you guys feeling like, uh, having a little bit of coffee? I'll take some <laughs> coffee. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's listen to a little advertisement. Our friends at Deadly Grounds Coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. We all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold. Robust. Delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Everyone thinks... All right, well, thank you for, to Deadly Grounds Coffee, our sponsor. And I know Steve met them. Did you And uh, did you buy any coffee from them? 
I do not. Um, I just I got so caught up in the thing that I mean that place is huge. Yeah. And I I was like meaning to go back, but it was in a whole other like section of the con, and I had to go because I had a train. So unfortunately, I missed out. But I did get to taste it, and I did get to meet the people who uh, run it, and they're very very cool people. And I was just seeing on Instagram, I think today. That I, I don't I forget where, but they were nominated for best coffee place. Oh, awesome! Cool. Uh, and they were against Tim Hortons, which is like Canada's oh, wow. big, wow. and Starbucks. So like, wow! It, it was Tim Hortons, Starbucks, and Deadly Grounds Coffee. So wow. <laughs> Damn, you guys I I really hope they win. But yeah, uh, yeah very cool people, great coffee, and uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. I'm I'm glad I got to try it. Cool, awesome. Uh, all right, well, no trivia this week since Todd is gone. Um, so I'm just going to give all of us five points each besides Todd. So Sorry, sorry Todd. Todd. <laughs> uh, but all right, uh, let's jump into some horror news, folks. Um, so first story I got here. Um, perfect for the spooky season. It was just announced. For those of you ha- who have Audible, um, R.L. Stein <gasps> is coming out with a uh, horror anthology series um, for Audible. How dare you not tell me? (laughs) It is going to be a four-story horror anthology series. Um, So there'll be four one-hour scripted episodes um, titled The Werewolf in the Woods, The Ghost in Cabin 6, The New Camper, and Battle of the Bots. So uh, they will be uh, opening up the gates to Camp Red Moon on October 4th. 2019. So if you do have Audible, or and if you don't and want to listen to some spooky R.L. Stein stories, uh, go and check that out. I'ma check it out. <laughs> All right. Continuing on with some spooky season news, mm-hmm. the Food Network has just announced Halloween Wars will be returning on September 29th. Are you guys fans of Halloween Wars? I really am. I love it. I know. It's so okay. fun to watch. Yeah, that's a great, really fun October watch. Um, for those of you who don't know about it, uh, I'll let Sam. Sam, why don't you dis- What do you describe... mean everyone knows about it, Joe? Not How... everyone knows How might not know about it. <laughs> so disrespectful in assuming that our listeners don't know what Halloween Wars is. Some might not. No, they do. <laughs> if you don't, turn this podcast off now. Whoa. <laughs> do you want to explain it? I mean, no, since you put me on the spot, I'll make you do it. (laughs) Okay, well, Halloween Wars is um, a Food Network channel where basically it's like a group of about, I think, four, like, uh, people. It's like teams of four. Uh Yeah, and they, uh, there's like a baker, there's like a chocolate expert and stuff. Basically, they like make these really elaborate um, Halloween Halloween scenes out of food um and it's really cool really entertaining um there's usually always a horror celebrity guest too i know elvira's done it in the past and like eli roth and stuff like that so yeah really cool show really fun um and it will be coming back october september 29th i I can't wait i I really love halloween wars it's such a fun like show to watch you get to see creativity and i'm lacking a lot in the horror reality shows that they face off is off the air and mm-hmm. uh that set building one is off the air so yeah halloween wars like all i got left so i'm What's looking forward to it date that it's starting on it's starting show? september 29th and also some other um shows okay. some other shows that you may be interested in the halloween baking championship will be on september monday september 23rd 
the Haunted Gingerbread Showdown on Sunday, October 6th. The Halloween Cake-Off, also on Monday, September 23rd. Um, Outrageous Pumpkins on Sunday, September 29th. And a new series, (gasps) Freak Freak Show Cakes, on Friday, October 4th. So if you're into spooky foods, um, you're definitely going to want to keep an eye out on the Food Network. That's exciting. We actually don't have that channel, so we'll have to remember to, like, look each episode up. Yeah, we'll find. Yeah, we'll be be able to find them. Um, We could steal my parents on demand and watch them through (laughs) there. (laughs) Um, Okay, Uh, next thing. Uh, Let's talk about a trailer here. Um, Gretel and Hansel is um, going to be coming out uh, based on, of course, the Grim Fairy Tale. Um, so we watched the trailer. It is going to be releasing on January 31st of 2020. Um, it stars um, Sophia Lillis, I believe her name is, who played um, Beverly in It Chapter 1 and 2. Um, so we watched the trailer, guys. What did you think of Gretel and Hansel? I'm really excited for it. It looks gloomy, spooky. You got a witch. You got little kids. What's spookier than that? Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. The trailer looked actually pretty good. Uh, th- this is a story that scared me as a kid, so to see it realized kind of properly into a feature film is very uh, exciting. Because the last one, the one with Jeremy Renner, wasn't really really like horror; it was more action. So to see like a really horror version of this story, uh, I'm psyched. It looks good. Yeah, totally agree with you guys. Um, this one looks really really cool. Um, yeah, that like definitely looks like they're going more dark, more horror, not like kitty or anything like that. Um, kind of gave me some uh, Sleepy Hollow vibes, mm-hmm. along with Johnny Depp. Um, like you know, has that real gothic Tim Burton esque yeah. feel to it. So yeah, I think it looks really, really cool, and I'm excited to check it out. And I'm sure we will be reviewing it for the podcast. I would say so. Keep an eye out on that um, January 31st, 2020. Ansel and Gretel. Um, all right. So, we had reported on this earlier that James Wan is going to be making a new uh, horror movie, and we have now learned that the working title for the movie currently is called Silver Cup. It will be a hard R rating, and apparently it is going to be an Italian giallo movie. What movie is this? Uh, The James Wan Oh, there's no title to it? It's uh, the current working title is Silver Cup. Oh, sorry. And so it is going to be a uh, Italian giallo movie. So that is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I got a question for you guys. Sure. What's giallo? What? I was thinking that too. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. <laughs> I was going to say, what's with this new trend of calling your movie a hard R? It's an I know. R. When okay, Joe like said that, I was just looking at him like, is that you, you see it all the time though these days. Like I've seen that this year especially. Where everyone's like, it's a hard R. I mean, come on. It's just an R movie. It's a horror movie. Well, there have been some... You know, uh, there have been some R-rated horror movies where you look and you're like, why was it rated R? Because, like, there's not... Because you think it should be PG-13? Yeah. Okay, but what would, like, say if I'm, like... Hard R, I would think... What movie comes to mind? Gore. Like, a lot of gore. Like, the movie we're doing tonight, honestly, like... The Friday Thirteenth movie, like a lot of gore, why a lot can't of blood. You just, why you gotta say that? Why can't you just <laughs> say it's rated R with a lot of gore? That sounds better than a hard. Hard R, R just gets people more excited. <laughs> no, know? it sounds like a boner that's about <laughs> to burst open. Oh, and it's sick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what do you think, a G- uh, James Wan Giallo? 
Giallo, you know, uh, Giallo movies, it, you know, they're famous. Um, they're famous in the Italian genre, like Dario Argento, stuff like like uh, Deep Red, stuff. Um, you know, stuff like that. Okay, they're so just Italian. They're basically uh, like mystery whodunit movies. Oh, okay. Like horror, like horror mystery whodunits. I mean, I like James Bond, so I'm excited. I mean, yeah. I don't, what do you want me to say? You <laughs> no. want me to shit on it? No. <laughs> Uh, Steve, any more thoughts on that? No, I mean, I like James Wan. Okay. As long as he doesn't put this in the Conjuring universe, I'm, I'm happy. Oh, man! Enough with the gun. Alright, next uh, piece of news here is we got another casting announcement for Halloween Kills. Um, <laughs> so, Talk Robert... About hard R, boy, <laughs> Robert Longstreet has been cast to play Lonnie Elam. Does Lonnie Elam sound familiar to you guys? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> Well, not. if not, you'll recognize the name as one of the kids who bullied Tommy Aww. in the original Halloween. Also the same kid Dr. Loomis was messing with uh, when they were hiding in the bushes. And Donald yells, Hey, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. How fun! <laughs> so, the original actor, um, well, I'll you, I don't know if this is the original actor. I don't think it is, but he, uh, so basically, this guy has been cast to play Lonnie. So, another original, uh, Halloween How are they, what, cast what's will be coming the, back. What's the story gonna be? I don't know, but we got a origi- reunion. You got Lindsay is coming. it gonna be a reunion and Michael Myers comes to kill everyone? I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's gonna be like Laurie is gonna go find them all or something. So you, I mean, you got Lindsay coming back now, find Tommy, them for what? and now you got this kid. What? Find them for what? I don't know. I mean, how, like why else, how else would they tie in? No, know? I know that. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. But I'm like, would it be like Michael would Michael plans on killing everyone? So she feels like she needs to go find anyone, like everyone. I just need to know. Maybe she just still keeps in touch with them all. I mean, I don't know why she would keep in touch with Lonnie. He's, like, really random. Obviously, like, Tommy and Lindsay, like, she had that experience Maybe his parents died and she had to but... adopt him. <laughs> uh, Steve, any thoughts on that one? Not really. I, I mean, it's cool, but, yeah, I, I, I'm just afraid they're going to try to push too much nostalgia just know, for the sake like, of nostalgia. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens when the movie actually comes out. But uh, this news is like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. All right, next piece of news is, those of you who have never had the opportunity to see John Carpenter's original Halloween, it will be returning to select theaters beginning September 27th. Um, It looks like it is going to be, it says, Cinelife Entertainment, uh, the event's uh, division of Spotlight Cinema Networks, teams up with Compass, International pictures to bring uh, Halloween back to theaters across North America. Um, the tickets are already on sale. You can go to cinemalifeentertainment.com and you can try to find theaters near you. So me and Sam had the uh, pleasure to watch Halloween on the big screen mm-hmm. a couple years ago, and it was amazing. And if you've never had the opportunity, I can't recommend it enough. Yep. Or I have as well, so... It's uh, cool. the the theater near my house uh, a while back. Every Sunday, played one classic movie uh, that they put in theaters for whatever reason. And in October, it was all horror films, and Halloween was one of them. So I went to see it, and it was awesome. Okay, awesome. All yeah. right. Uh, next piece of news here is we got 
a tra- another trailer of Blumhouse's Black Christmas remake. Um, we did report on this, I think, a few weeks back. Um, the movie will be heading to theaters this December 13th. It was kind of a surprise because, like, there really wasn't any news on this previously, like, about it going into production or anything. Then it was just kind of announced, and then you find out, oh, the film's, like, already finished, and it's coming, and, oh, here's a trailer. So um, I'm sure this is going to be one we're going to be reviewing for the podcast. Um, But we watched the trailer. Um, So, Sam, what'd you think? Uh, Okay, so... Um, I mean, I'm, I'll watch it. I don't think it looks awful, but I love Black Christmas so much. The original, and I love the remake. This, to me, is not like the Black Christmas that I know and that I love and all of that stuff. I feel like the story is going to be taken down a different road, which is fine. But yeah, those are my thoughts. Yeah, and I I agree with Sam exactly. That's uh, just something about this trailer that's just not doing it for me. And I love horror Christmas films. Yeah, but there's I don't know something about this one that's just not capturing me. I mean, I'll see it for sure, but I don't know the trailer itself not that great. Ah, uh, yeah, I totally agree with you guys. This this just doesn't look good to me at all. Um, I mean, they completely changed the story of Black Christmas. I mean. So why even call it Black Christmas? Why yeah. why not just make it a uh, like you know just a regular slasher horror movie? Like I guess because you wouldn't go see it, Joe. Yeah, it, that's very true. <laughs> I would. <laughs> um, the only part that looked fun to me was like the Christmas part. It's like yeah. when like they're playing the Christmas music. And stuff. I mean, I Christmas. There's always fun to watch like a Christmas horror movie. This one just oh man, based on the trailer, it just did not look entertaining or good to me. It's not one. I'm excited to see, but since it's a major horror release, I'm sure we will cover it for the podcast. Um, But yeah, definitely not one uh, I'm too excited about. Um, All right, a couple more um, bits of news here. Um, We have Alexander Skarsgård has been cast in a Stephen King role. So we had Bill in It. And now we will have Alexander playing Randall Flagg in the new adaptation of The Stand. Um, did you read The Stand, Steve? I did. It's uh, my favorite book of all time. So. Oh, wow. All right. Well, how do you feel about this casting choice? Uh, he's a little young for to play Randall Flagg, in my opinion. Uh, he's got to look kind of that kind of rock and roll uh, punk guy. But I don't know. I guess the Randall Flagg that I would always picture was kind of in his 40s, uh, like late 40s. So... It's going to be an interesting choice, but I, I mean, this family is our great actors, so I'm sure he'll do a great job with it. It just, it concerns me that I guess he doesn't look like the way I'd imagined it or I'd seen in, you know, the other stand remake, that the, uh, the other stand film that they made, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm just more disappointed that it's going to be a CBS, like, all-access thing. Like, it's not, it's going to be oh, on, really? yeah, it's going to be a TV series rather than a movie, because, I mean, obviously, how do you add it? You can't really adapt this into a movie, can you? Because it's, like, so huge. Well, I mean, they did The Lord of the Rings. Just make it... That's true. Make it, like, three, two or three movies like they did with It, I guess. Yeah. I guess or It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, good point. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not... The fact it's on All Access doesn't excite me because, you know, the budget isn't going to be huge or anything. And Were you a fan of the miniseries, Steve? Yeah, I actually really dug the miniseries. Um, it was a little slow at parts because it was so long, but overall they did a pretty good job with it. Okay. 
Alrighty. Um, Tim, anything on this one? Stand to stand? No. No? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Last piece of news tonight. Filming has begun on the new installment in a f- big horror franchise. Of what? Wrong Turn. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So there will be a new um, Wrong Turn movie coming out. Um, there's not a whole lot of information on it, just that um, it's basically uh, filming is underway. Um, they will be filming through September 13th. Um, so I'm assuming sometime next year we will have a new wrong, the wrong turn movie. Okay, I'm excited for that. You're excited for I that? I love wrong turn. Okay. How many of these are there now? There's uh, a lot. There's a lot, yeah. yeah. There's only one that matters, <laughs> Well, okay, well. All right. Another well, one. Could be, yeah, I'm assuming it's going to be directed to DVD. but <laughs> uh, But, yeah. So if you're a fan of the franchise, you get another one coming. Um, so that is it for horror news this week, guys. Um, if you have, like, any horror news ever, um, you know, you think we should discuss or want to hear in this segment, send it in. Email us, threeguysathorror at gmail.com, uh, or you can send it straight to any of our social media accounts, uh, Three Guys at Horror on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, All right, so that is it. Um, We got a little different segment tonight since we are not doing horror trivia. Um, This was was Sam's baby, so I'll let her take over on it. Um, But we are going to be talking some Friday the 13th superstitions. All right, guys. So do you know where Friday the 13th comes from? Like the holiday? No. No. Let's no? Hear. No, we gotta, let's get a okay, hit. Okay, well, get of a course there's list. different stories, and not to get religious or anything, but it may have originated from the story of Jesus, his last supper, and the crucifixion when there were 13 individuals present the night before his death on Good Friday. And I thought it would be kind of fun just to go through a list of, like Joe mentioned, common superstitions. Are you guys ready? Yeah. You ready to get your spook on? Go on. All right, so how do we feel about Black Cat? Of course. That's one of the most... <laughs> I don't... This one, I this is not one I've ever been superstitious about. Like a black cat crossing your path is bad luck type thing. Yeah, that one I never... That one I never clung on to as being, like, bad luck. You know, I like cats. I like... I really like black cats. So, like, I, that's one I never, you know, went with. Yeah, I'm not superstitious about it, but it happens more often than you would think. <laughs> like, I, I, it seems that every time a, pa- a cat crosses the street, it's like almost always black. That's it's a, a I don't know, point. it's a weird thing. Yeah, I, it's strange. Well, and us being like into Halloween and horror, I was like, probably a lot of this list we're gonna be like, no, that's good. <laughs> a lot luck. of people own black cats too, I'm sure. Yeah, like, well, know, I was gonna say community. too. Um, black cats and black dogs, they're the most animal that's least likely to get adopted because, I mean, superstition, so go get yourself a Is there black. a superstition about black dogs? No, the only thing is that people, why people don't adopt them is because they, you can't see their facial features, like you can't read their body language as easy as another dog, I guess. Um, but I have two black dogs and I, I think they're lucky. Yeah, they're beautiful. So watch out for the black cats if they cross your path, I guess. 
All right. What if a black dog crossed your path? Is that bad luck too? Okay, well, I think that has good luck. <laughs> okay. So, all right. And then the next one is mirrors. How do we feel about mirrors? Okay. Yeah, like I definitely don't want to be breaking mirrors. Like you break a mirror, you get what, seven years bad luck, seven right? Seven years. I mean, that's not one. Like if I broke a mirror, I'm like, oh no, like yeah. the next seven years are going to be bad luck. But I definitely don't want to break a mirror. <laughs> um, like I wouldn't, like, willfully break a mirror. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, oh, that's bad luck. Like, shit. But, like, it's, yeah. Like, that one, there's a couple I'm really, like, I really am superstitious about, which I'm sure you'll mention them. So, but, yeah, that one I'm not, Yeah, I'm I'm the same. Breaking a mirror, whatever. But mirrors freak me out a little bit. There's something about mirrors that's just off-putting to me. Uh, I really feel like if I'm ever going to see a ghost or something, it's going to be through a mirror or some kind of reflection. It's true. I don't know what it is. Like when I used to live, when I used to go to my grandparents' house, which was super haunted, I'd always like cover the mirrors because they really (laughs) freaked me out. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Something about mirrors that's off-putting, but breaking them, no, I don't feel superstitious about that. Did you ever have any experiences in that house? Uh, yeah, it's not, I, I didn't see anything personally, like, actually witness something, but I definitely felt it, like, more than once, and people I've been with have felt it, and a lot of people have seen stuff, and, yeah, there's a lot of stories, uh, about that house, but if you want to listen to them, episode 11, I talked to mo- a lot about them, so, okay. Ooh, I'm the cem- Cemetery Man episode, yeah. Um, well, when I was young, or I used to younger. I used to be really afraid of mirrors, like, late at night. I would always have to turn them over or put a sheet over them. And if I accidentally broke one, um, I would kind of freak out. But in my older age, I'm not really bothered by them. All right, next we have ladders, because they say walking under a ladder is bad luck. And I know that this is one of the ones Joe worries about. Yeah, um, I yeah, this is one, like, I'm, like... He really, takes this seriously. I'm really like serious about this <laughs> one. Uh, I'm, I work in construction too, um, so like you see people like walking under ladders and stuff all the time. That's just one I, I just I don't know why, but yeah, I just I really think that one's bad luck to me. Like I just will not walk under a ladder. I will like go out of my way not. To. So like when I'm on being in construction, like there'll be times where. There will be, like, a guy working, like, on a stairwell, like, on a ladder, you know, on an extension ladder, and you have to go under it to go under the stairs. I will legit, like, walk around the building and go, like, up another staircase wow. so I don't have to go under that ladder. Like, uh, if it's unless it's, like, absolutely necessary, I'm not walking under a ladder. I don't know why. I just, that's yeah. just one that's always stuck with me for whatever reason. Well, I'm thinking that it takes more energy to walk under a ladder than just going around it, but the example that you gave of where there's no way for yeah. you, I could do that. Yeah, for me, it'd be more just of a safety thing, more so than <laughs> superstition. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to walk under no <laughs> ladder, just, I don't know, but yeah, no, superstitiously, no, I don't really care about that. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is salt. If you spill salt, we're supposed to throw it over our oh, shoulder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one I've never, that one I, I could care less. I've never considered that, like, a bad luck thing. I've spilled salt and I'm on. Yeah, I've never thrown it over my shoulder or anything. Never, yeah, that was one that never stuck with me. That that shit drove me crazy at where I used to work because <laughs> there, there were these, like, older ladies who would always do that. Aww. And I, I don't know what it is, but it's it just annoyed that crap out of me. Yeah. Like, you're wasting good salt. You're... <laughs> 
peppering the people beside you. Like, no, it's it's weird. I don't get this so, one. Next one. This is more geared to the ladies. Purses. You should never leave your purse on the floor if you want to avoid bad luck. Oh. I've actually never heard that before. The only thing I worry about is, like, germs and all of that stuff. Because I'm kind of a germaphobe. But, yeah, I don't know where that comes from. I can't comment on that one. (laughs) I've heard shoes on the table, but never a purse on the floor. Oh. As being bad luck, but whatever. Interesting. All right. Next one is umbrellas. Opening an umbrella indoors is said to bring bad luck. Yeah, that's what I'll go with. I I'm, I wouldn't open an umbrella indoors. Like, there's just no need for it. Like, so like <laughs> I, I don't know why you would want like have to do or anything. Um, so yeah, that's one I, I guess I would be superstitious about. Like, yeah, that's like a classic. I do it all the time. Dangerous life. Yeah, but how do you dry your uh, your your umbrella like? For the next day, no, don't you just, just you leave it soaked by the door? <laughs> no, that's, that's exactly no. You you open it and it airs itself out. <laughs> Maybe like if you open it downwards towards the floor and just lay it there, that's okay. But if you're just opening it up to shoot towards the ceiling, I think that's where where the bad luck comes from. <laughs> yeah, okay. Those, there's rules to this bad luck. It's a has to be a specific <laughs> way that you uh, manipulate it. Okay. I think so. <laughs> All right, next one on the list is cutting your hair. If you cut your hair on Friday the 13th, legend says someone in your family will die. Oh, fuck. Joe is actually just talking about getting... I was just talking, talking about, getting... about getting my hair yeah. cut on Friday, and now I'm not going to just because you said this. Um, no, I've never heard that in my life. Me neither. Never heard that one. I'm bald, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but now I'm not going. Now I'm not going to get my hair cut on Friday. So I'm not taking that chance. You're going to get your hair cut. Maybe on Saturday now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Funerals. If a funeral procession passes you on Friday the 13th, you will be the next to die. Oh, shit. All right. Well, hopefully I don't see any. That's kind of spooky. That is spooky. Okay. So turn around if you see it coming down the street towards your way. Yeah, just run. All right. Next one we have... Babies. Just all babies. No, I'm joking. <laughs> a child born on Friday the 13th is said to be unlucky for life. Ooh, like I would love to be born, born on, on Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th. I would think that would give me good luck. Well, fuck those people. Exactly. I'm looking it up. My wife was born on the 13th. So <laughs> oh, my, my, oh, my God. So, that's amazing. Yeah, so is my grandmother and my cousin, and so nice. I'm trying to see if any of them see were actually on a Friday. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. All right, next one is floor number 13. Many hotels and hospitals have eliminated floor 13 in their elevators to eliminate bad luck. Yep. That's a cool but one. I always wait. notice that, yeah. If you're staying on the floor. Floor 14, isn't that really floor 13? It is, yeah. It, te- it technically is, yeah. Yeah, that is, I've always thought that was kind of a cool superstition, is, like, I'll always, like, look at that when, like, I'm in a tall building. I'll be like, oh, is there a 13th floor? And usually there's not. There's it's not, yeah. It's really funny. It's a really funny superstition. Um, so it just goes to show, like, how serious people, like, take these superstitions. Yeah. yeah. All right, so next one we have 
Cemetery. To avoid bad luck when passing a cemetery, you're supposed to hold your breath, which I knew of, but some people say you're supposed to hold your breath until you see a black or brown dog. What? Yeah. <laughs> or what? <laughs> a black or brown dog. Seriously? So, like, if you're going past a cemetery, you're supposed to hold your breath until you see a brown or black dog on it? <laughs> what if you never see one? Then you die. <laughs> I used to hold my breath a lot passing passing a cemetery when I was a kid. See, I've never done that, but I hold my breath going under a tunnel in a car. Yeah, I've done you that. Do do that. Yeah. Um, Why a tunnel though? Because, like, they say, if you hold your breath and you make a wish, like your wish comes true, oh. going under a tunnel. And I hold my breath driving over a dead skunk. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good one. Alrighty, so getting out of bed to avoid bad luck, you're supposed to get out of the same side of the bed you got into. I remember yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that before. Um, I mean, yeah, I always do that because otherwise yeah. I have to climb over you. I guess yeah. if like you're sleeping alone, it, you could do it differently. But usually, if, if you have a partner, you're not you're getting out of the same the side. same way you came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's I guess for the single people. Or the single, maybe it's just when your pets sleep with you. Oh, okay. Or maybe you just like to climb over your partner and wake them up in the in the morning. I don't know. There you go. Maybe you want to get frisky. I don't know. No. Mm-hmm. All right. Next is the number 13, which is a classic superstition, obviously. Yes. Do you guys consider... 13, 13, like bad, bad luck? luck? No. I think not it's at all. good luck. It's great. Like, as being a horror, being a horror fan, numbers, yeah. I think if you're not a horror fan, you might consider it bad luck, but as a horror fan, like, I think everyone loves the number 13. Like, most people consider Friday the 13th, like, an unlucky day or a bad day, like, as horror fans. Like, I think that's, like, a holiday for mm-hmm. a, a horror fan. So, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, a ton of events going on, like, on Friday the 13th for horror stuff. And, yeah, so I love it. Same for me. I mean, like I said, my wife, grandmother, and uh, cousin were all born on February 13th, so... That's so uh, cool. I just missed out, though. I was born on the 14th, so... (laughs) Damn it. Damn it, Mom. (laughs) Steve, do you guys want kids? Yes. I bet your baby's gonna be born on the 13th. By the 13th. Yeah. I can only hope so. I'm calling it now. (laughs) Do you have any plans for Friday the 13th, Steve? Yeah, I'm celebrating a birthday. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yes. A very special birthday. All right. Anything spooky, though? Well, yeah, probably, because it's mine, so. Oh, <laughs> shit! Happy <laughs> birthday, Steve! Yes. What the Thank fuck? You, yeah, so, well, it's, I'm the 14th, but we're celebrating the 13th and 14th. Happy so. Saturday the 14th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing uh, kind of my Ottawa family on the 13th and my Montreal family on the 14th. So. Oh, well, that's awesome. Very good. Yeah, cool. and for sure, they're going to do horror. It's going to be, like... Practically a kid's birthday party with all horror stuff. It's I don't know. It's, uh, yes. They always gave me like a horror cake and. Oh, no, that's awesome. Yep. Looking cool. forward to it. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, for anyone in the New England area, uh, Sam and I were gonna go, but then things came up. We couldn't make it. But uh, they are doing a screening of Friday the Thirteenth the original and Friday the Thirteenth the remake. At the uh, Rocky River Woods, uh, I cannot remember what city it is in, but they're doing it out in the woods. Uh, I've gone. I went last year. It was an awesome, awesome time. You can camp out. Um, I camped out last year. It was it was badass. They play the movie on an outdoor like inflatable screen. It's really cool. Um, go and search Coolidge After Midnight 
and you can get the details over there. But um, so if you're in, it's in Massachusetts. So if you're anywhere in the New England area and want to check that out, um, it's tomorrow if you're listening to it on the day this gets released. Um, so uh, you can go and check that out. Um, also, they're showing um, Friday the Thirteenth over by us, and they're doing Jason Voorhees themed donuts. So uh, I am going to go and pick up a box of the donuts and bring them home, and we're probably just going to eat those and do a little Friday 13th marathon here. Yep, and we're going to clean for the fall season. Yes. And we're going to put up more Halloween decor. I need to dust the horror collection because it's been a year, and it's pretty dusty. It's really <laughs> dusty. Do you dust your collection, Steve? Yeah, I do. I, if I were alone, I probably wouldn't do it as much. But uh, Yeah, but how often are you doing it now? <laughs> Uh, I'd say once a quarter, so every three months about. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot of work, but at least, thankfully, since it's horror, it kind of works with it. But, uh, yeah, I still get pushed into doing it every, about two, three months, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting pushed into this one. Hey, you know <laughs> I'm sure. Asthma's no joke. Allergies are no joke. Uh, all right, we got any more superstitions? Nope, that's it. That's it? All right. Thanks for letting me finish and close my segment, Joe. <laughs> Uh, all right well you you little brat (laughs) oh my god you were about to say bitch oh i was not uh okay so are you guys ready to talk some friday the 13th remake hell yeah all righty well friday the 13th remake released in 2009 starring jared pedalecki amanda rigetti Derek mears daniel panabaker and those are all the important ones. Directed by Marcus Dispole. Um, little IMDb synopsis for you guys. A group of young adults discover a boarded up Camp Crystal Lake where they soon encounter Jason Voorhees and his deadly adventures. Um, anyone else want to do a little... Steve, you want to jump, throw a little bit of plot in there? Uh, yeah, it's basically the super stereotype plot of a bunch of... Uh, teens go to a cabin, which happens to be next to Camp Crystal Lake or on Camp like Crystal Lake or whatever. And then there's also a uh, the brother of a girl who was killed there, who's looking for his sister. And of course, Jason starts picking them off one by one. And uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, all right. Well, Sam. All righty. What'd so, you think of it? I don't know what Steve thinks of this. But I'm just going to say that this movie is me and Todd's fucking jam. Like, we love this fucking movie. I remember going to the theaters to see this, and it has fucking Jared Padalecki, which, ladies, you know him because he's a babe. Famously known from Supernatural. Um, I just love this movie so much because all of the kills are pretty awesome. You got boobies. You got hot guys. It's scary i think it's scary i just love it so much i love it right <laughs> i really like it and i can never get tired of watching it like it's still so entertaining each time i watch it all right steve uh yeah it's a it's a great remake uh it, it hits a lot of the you know kind of points that i like about friday the 13th franchise it's mm-hmm. got a lot of boobies uh, apparently fake, which really bums me out, but we'll talk about that <laughs> later in the questions. Um, there's some, you know, a lot of kills. Actually, I was watching a video before that said there's a kill every 7.5 minutes. Wow. So that's a, that's a pretty good yeah. uh, ratio of kills for this movie. 
and uh, yeah, I mean, it's entertain. It's an entertaining film. Just uh, yeah, I have a couple issues with it. But I'll wait till Joe goes until I talk about. No, it's fine. Like... We don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess I'll be like the most negative on this one. I don't like. So when I first saw this movie, I did not like it at all. When I saw it in theaters. Um, and I hadn't watched it since until I did this review. Um, so after revisiting it, you know, 10 years later, I gotta say I liked it a lot more this time around. Um, I definitely still had issues with it, but I mean, the kills are great. I mean, the, the kills are awesome in this. Mm-hmm. They're the, the body count is really high, which is awesome. That's exactly Fine. what you want in a Friday the 13th movie. You get a lot of nice sets of boobies in it, which is always a plus for a horror movie. Um, yeah, and, like, all the kills are really inventive and different, too. Like, it's not all the same stuff. Good gore. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll save some negatives for after, but... No, uh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right, so I guess let, I guess we can just jump right into it. Um, so the things I had issues with, um, Jason just, like, I, I really didn't like the underground tunnel, um, stuff and, like, him, um, holding this woman captive... Um, the, the sister captive. Um... Spoiler! <laughs> Hello! Spoiler for a 10-year-old movie. <laughs> um, I really did not like that. That was not... That's not how Jason operates. And I know they're trying to say, oh, he thinks like it's his mother or something like that. I, I wasn't going with it. Um, that's just not how Jason operates. He would have just fucking killed everyone. Um, you know, so I, I did not like that. They made him just a little too much of a brain and not you you know jason's supposed to be a brute and that's like the one negative big negative i i didn't like with it yeah and uh my negatives were that that was a big one for me as well uh, the whole tunnel thing holding the sister i thought that was just not something jason would usually do he usually tries to dispatch people as quick as possible and that's kind of how he operates uh and one thing i will disagree with you joe is i feel that the kills could have been more inventive uh, there wasn't, like, I was watching, I looked at all the kills again to try to pick my favorite one because one of the questions, and none of them really stood out as being, like, really unique. And that's one thing I like about Jason is, you know, trying to get unique kills, and I found this movie kind of lacked a little bit in it. There were a lot of them, and that made up for it, but nothing that really blew me away. Maybe just, like, entertaining kills, I guess, or I don't know. I found them all pretty entertaining, honestly. Yeah. Like there weren't, yeah, there weren't. Like I mean, any, it wasn't like anything like, oh, we've never seen that type of film before, right? But I mean, I thought they were entertaining, and yeah. I was satisfied with them. Yeah, I mean, I thought the, you know, it was pretty good gore and mm-hmm. uh, pretty violent, you know, and whatnot. I mean, I really loved the in, the intro to this movie too. Yeah. I think I thought the intro was the best part of the whole movie. I'll um, agree. It was where Jason was his most brutal, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I mean... Gives good. you, like, that pit filling, like, yeah. where you're like, oh, shit. I, yeah, so, I mean, it started really high, and, um, you know, I love that they brought the baghead Jason, you know, mm-hmm. into it as well, um, so... I mean, you could tell they, like, did... There was some fan love in this movie, you know, they... A bit of a fan service, you know, with the baghead Jason, and then him finding the mask, and you know, kind of tying some of the different movies together and stuff like that. So that was really cool. And, yeah, I mean, Derek Mears I thought was great. He was a, a great Jason in this one. I feel like it's one of the better remakes that we've seen, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely better than the Nightmare on Elm Street oh, remake. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not as good to me as the Texas Chainsaw remake. I still hold that as one of the best, like, slasher remakes they've ever done. I would done. say that would be one, and then maybe this would be two or three. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, it just depends. Like, I mean, how many slasher remakes are, you know? I mean, if you're going with, like, the main four, yeah. you know, I mean, do you consider Halloween 2018 and, like, a remake? No, I think the zombie, the zombie Halloween is more the remake, yeah. whereas the other one was like a sequel, right? Sure, sure. Um, I would put the zombie remake over this one as well. I would too, but it's still good, though. Like, no, I mean, yeah, it's not bad. It's certainly not terrible. It still fucking scares me, <laughs> and that's what I fucking want. Do you have any negatives, Sam? Negatives? Yeah, same? I wanted to see Jared's boobies. <laughs> like, let me see him in a little sex scene acting all crazy. I'm crazy. actually really surprised he never gets shirtless in this movie. <laughs> I know he should. I mean, they put that tight shirt on him, but I needed more. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, let me be that motorbike underneath him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys, but, you guys, I don't know, you guys are probably too young to you know. Too young. I'm too, too, too young. I'm, I'm older than you. Oh my god, then Steve will know. I'm two years Steve, younger. Steve, do you recognize the girl that uh, is water skiing? Do you know who that is? Uh, is that the girl from Pussycat Dolls? No, you're kind of close, but kind of not. It's Willa Ford. Do you remember her? Yeah. Yeah, well, she was in a girl band, wasn't she? No, she Isn't was she like a singer. She was a singer. Yeah, yeah. she's saying singer for something. She's saying I want to be bad, and it was around the time that Jessica Simpson was popular, and like Britney Spears and Mandy Moore and all of that stuff. You know, I'll be honest, that's not exactly stuff I listened to. Oh my god, TRL day, Steve. Come on, total request. Yeah, we, we we didn't get that in Canada. What? Yeah. All right, forget Friday the 13th. Why did you guys not get TRL in Canada? Because we have taste. We talked about this before with the <laughs> Melissa, Melissa Pastor. Oh, damn. Okay, well, never mind. Oh. Yeah, but yes, I, I did kind of recognize her, so. Well, that just made me think of how they always try to bring in pop stars. Pop stars. Rappers and R&B artists into horror movies, so. What'd you guys think of yeah, that? Actually, the what? Oh, go ahead, Steve. I was just going to say that it actually ties into one of the questions we had while we're talking about it. Uh, Brian had said on Facebook, did it crush your soul a little bit to find out that Willa Ford's topless boobs were CGI? I feel it was a disservice to the fans. <laughs> I had no idea, honestly. Neither did I, so great CGI. Yeah, they looked, they, looked, <laughs> they looked like real boobs, so yeah. that's okay with me. Like, that's some good CGI work right there. Like, that's the only yeah. kind of CGI you guys like. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, God, all the boobs look great in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, that, 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 that was a 10 out of 10 in this movie yeah, for that. Or do you mean they look stupendous? Stupendous, yeah. Like he cut, right. He says, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I don't know, is there anything else you guys want to tackle before we get into the uh, listener questions for this? Um, uh, um, no, no. No? Okay. Um... <laughs> I mean, the boyfriend was a jerk, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. He was a dick to a stranger who was looking for his sister, a dick to his pretty smart girlfriend, and he cheated on her. Yep. Yeah, but she went off fucking with that guy for like eight hours for and disappeared. For a good cause. She was trying to find his sister. <laughs> yeah, but she was flirting with him before that, too. <sighs> so she wasn't all innocent, either. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I do have one thing I want to talk about is... 
Um, I don't know his character name, but the barn guy. The barn the kid. The Asian guy? No, the barn kid. The barn the hill Oh, kid. yeah, Joel the guy Berlin. smoking weed there. Yeah. yeah. The one that, yeah, like, had, that was fucking the mannequin there? Yeah. Yeah, that's that right, was, yeah. That was, like, gross. And then when he pulled out the uh, porn magazine and he was, <laughs> He's like, licking. the licking, magazine, yeah. I was, like... Are boys really that horny, Joe? Like, do they do that? I've never looked a magazine in my life. I don't know about Steve, but... Th- that's, that's two questions. Are <laughs> boys really that horny? Yes. Did I ever do that? No. <laughs> well, and then, you know, I was like, do, like, when their friend is about to masturbate while everyone's, like, upstairs and stuff like that. To, like, the winter catalog. The winter the catalog. Sweater. The JCPenney yeah. winter catalog. I'm like, really? I'm guilty of that one, I'll be honest. <laughs> you, the, the, you the, the Sears winter catalog. <laughs> no! Well, well, when you were a, a sweater, when you're a kid, there's, and there's, there's no, there's else no than, internet. Like, yeah, there's but no internet. The back lingerie then. section, I understand. But yeah, but if you don't have anything, you, if there's like nothing, and like you don't have anything, like you, like yeah, you like you just, it's all about the oh. imagination at that point. Okay. So you just like bust out your. I mom's, would rather just like close <laughs> your my mom's, eyes and imagine. Your mom's something. like magazines that come in the mail, and you just go through and all find right. something. Yeah, but as a an adult? No, not as an adult. This is no, no, not no. It's like just no. jack off and not think as an of the adult. girls you As an with. adolescent, when you, there was no internet back then. Well, no, it, but the guy was about to do it. The adult guy. Right. This was, was two thousand nine. Like, the guy who had internet probably. Oh, yeah. he was a hillbilly. So, no, I was talking about the friend. Oh, the friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't get service. Remember. Well, yeah, but I'm just like, cabin in the woods. well, too, I'm like, you just smoked weed, you've been drinking, are you really going to be able to, like, finish the task? I mean, you can finish the task when you're drunk, I, I mean, I'm sure you okay, can finish my, Okay, that's not my point. My point <laughs> is, he's a grown man about to masturbate to an older lady dressed in a turtleneck. <laughs> well, Close your eyes and like, think of something eh, else. They were, like, college-age kids, though, so, like, but he's probably, their libido's a lot higher. He's probably slept with, like, 50 girls, like, just think know? of that. Because, I don't know, he's young. He was cute. He's probably, like, a ladies guy, you know? Possibly. I don't know. All right. But, but anyway, Friday the 13th, <laughs> Jason. Uh, yeah, I mean, what would you guys think of Jason in this? I mean, I thought he looked great. I, uh, he's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the fact that the game of brain was what I didn't like. Um, well, you know what? I didn't like that he used a bow and arrow. I, I don't know why that bothered me so much. I, I agree. Same, same, I had the same reaction. I didn't remember that. I'm like, yeah. <sighs> That's that's too intelligent yeah. for uh, yeah, the Jason. Yeah, but when you're camp all the time of your life, you pick up things and you learn <laughs> how to use them. Like he had to make some kind of life for himself. That's I mean, why he had the tunnels. Like, come on. Yeah, but he doesn't. He's not supposed to be like have a brain. He's just supposed to be a idiot. Like, rude, so what? He's like... supposed to be an idiot and just sit <laughs> in the corner and rock back and forth? No, he's gonna know. He's gonna learn some skills. I mean, that's what they improve. did in this one. <laughs> Sure, they made him a little more intelligent this one, which is kind of what I didn't like. Like, yeah, the the bow the bow and arrow kill was cool because like I didn't see it coming. The guy yeah, was like, I was on like the you boat. Were even like Whoa. yeah, I was like that was cool. I didn't see it coming, but then I saw him holding the bow. It, he should just threw it. Like it should have been a spear, and he should have just like threw it with his hand. No, it would have just of, like, fell in the water instead of using the boat. Instead of using the bow and arrow, that was a little too much. But. Okay, so you guys don't want Jason to improve himself. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> no, that's right. We like him. <laughs> <Yeah>. Big, dumb, and uh, <laughs> yeah, a killer. So. Uh, all right. Uh, while we get into listener questions. All right. Um, we had one, another one from Brian. He said, thoughts on Danielle Panabaker being a fake final girl. I feel she deserved to live. 
Yeah, I agree. I was I was like, oh, wow, I didn't think they were going to kill her. You know, I thought she was going to be the final girl. And yeah, I think she deserved to live, too. I, I don't think it was necessary to kill her. But maybe they just wanted to shake things up. Sure, but like, why? They shouldn't have let that the guy's sister live. Fuck her. Like, kill her and let Danielle and Jared live, you know? Yeah. I would have rather that. But that's too obvious. That's okay. Like, I it mean, almost takes you, like, back when she dies. Like, you, like how your reaction is. You're 13, like, oh, shit. But Friday the 13th. She dies? Sure. I mean, that's what they were going for. But, like, Friday the 13th's all about final girls. And some really iconic ones, too. Um, the sister is the final girl. No, fuck her. She, was, she didn't deserve to be a final girl. She was, like, barely in the movie. What? She should have been dead in the beginning of the movie anyway. You guys are too harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, whatever. Like... I didn't care when she died. I was just like, whatever. It's, yeah. I'm not here to see the other people, the humans, right? I'm here to see Jason. So. <laughs> right. What's, like, the body count? This is, like, over uh, 10, right? Like, yeah, really, it's, it's, like, it's, like, 15 or yeah, something. Yeah. good. Solid. Yeah, and that's why Jason has the most kills of all the slashers. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. for you, Jason. <laughs> Michael's so uh, better. <laughs> The other question we had was from Aaron Horror with Sir Sturdy. What was your favorite kill from the remake? Mine was the upside down camp fire kill. Agreed. That's what I was going to say. Uh, in the beginning of the movie, the girl being in the sleeping bag on fire, yeah, that was fucking that's awesome. Pretty, that's br- That was really scary. brutal, too. Um, yeah, I really liked that one. Even though it wasn't, like I guess, like a Jason kill, per se. Like, he killed her, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, he didn't use the Force or anything, um, Star Wars style. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll go with that one. Um, I mean, I would go with the fire one, too, but I'm trying to think of another one that I was like, oh. I mean, I did like, even though he used the bow and arrow, I did like, like, yeah, seeing the arrow go cool through the guy's one. eye. I also liked when he put the machete through the girl's head and then, like, she comes up and you see her boobies. The, the, that was my, that's my yeah. favorite one. Yeah. That, that was, like, a kill and a killer rack, so yeah. it was, like, two for, two for one. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite kill, yeah. I think. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Sam, that was probably your favorite. It was. Too, right? Yeah, I rewinded yeah, it a few so. times. <laughs> yeah. I saw that wet spot. Right. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> Um, he also oh, said God, two things I didn't. Yeah, for Jared. <laughs> uh, he says two things I didn't like about this movie. It wasn't serious, uh, a little too jokey, and not set in the 1980s. Otherwise, it was enjoyed a fun movie. D- did it bother you that it wasn't set in the 1980s? No, it didn't for me. No, not, not at, at all. all. No, it didn't bother me. No, did you find it too jokey? No, not really. Honestly, I mean. Just, like, the normal, like, teen, young adult. Yeah, like, a, any other typical slasher, thing. but I didn't think it was anything over the top or yeah. anything. It didn't bug me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a little tired of having always having, like, the stoner kid. Like, it seems yeah. every slasher <laughs> needs to have the stoner kid there. Um, there like, there are some things that were kind of like, whatever. But, uh, no, I don't think it was too jokey, and it didn't bother me at all. It wasn't in the 80s. We have an 80s you know, Friday the 13th already, so I don't need another one. We have a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, to, to be except, it, you know, when you go into the past, it's, it, sometimes they try too hard and it takes away from the movie, so just leave it yeah. in that time frame, and it's fine. And that's all the questions we had related to Friday the 13th remake. Alright, cool. Um, so, 
what do you guys think? Like, would you want to see a direct sequel to this one? Or do you think they should, like, just completely reboot the franchise again? Or I guess what do I would you guys say, think? I mean, I, uh, I don't know. It, I guess <laughs> reboot. It's, I don't know. I'm like, I could see it both ways, but just reboot it. A complete reboot? Mm-hmm. Just redo it again? Unless Jared isn't sure. <laughs> okay. What do you think, Steve? Uh, yeah, another, I, I don't need to see these characters again. I mean, what, what, what would it be really, you know, just, I don't want to see those two characters. I just want to see Jason again. I don't care who's under the mask. Uh, they, they can keep rebooting it for all I care. It's not like a big continuity thing with uh, Friday the 13th to me. So just everyone have their own version of what they like about Jason. And I'd be happy. Kind of like, a, I'd like to see an anthology where it's just different people's interpretation of a Friday the 13th film. That's what I want. So. Sure. And you want to see Mears back, or it doesn't matter? You guys don't care? It doesn't matter. He did a good job, so I'd like to see yeah. him back. But if it's not him, I'm definitely not going to cry over it. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of with you guys on that. Um, that's cool. All right. I think that's about it. Why don't we get into ratings? Uh, Steve, why don't you start us off? I'm going to go with an 8 out of 10. I did really enjoy it. Uh, I'd even put it among my favorite Friday the 13th films just because it's almost like a greatest hits uh, film in that way. So I did like it a lot. Not one of my favorite remakes. Like you said, I prefer Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake to this one, but they did do a good job. So 8 out of 10 is what I give. Okay, cool. Um, I would also give it an 8, maybe even an 8.3. Wow. I don't know. I just really like it. Um, I definitely would recommend this to someone else who's, like, looking for a scary movie. Maybe someone who's not, like, way into horror where they pick it apart. Um, I've just, I'm always entertained when I watch this, and I still get kind of spooked from it. Um, and I agree with Steve. Like, Texas Chainsaw, I would put above this because that gives me the fucking fright. But I really liked it, so I would say 8.3. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, like I said, I, I enjoyed this one more on my second watch for sure. Um, I still don't think it was like fantastic or anything, but I think it's a fun watch. Um, would I watch it again? Yeah, I would actually. I, it was, I enjoyed it a lot more this time. I could just go with it knowing what I knew, you know, of the stuff I disliked. Um, so I'm going to go six and a half out of 10 on it. Um, I thought the kills were fantastic and I think it's worth it for that alone, even though I wasn't a big fan of the story. I think, you know, the kills are worth the price of admission and the boobies. Um, so yeah, six and a half for 10 out of me, for me. Six and a half. Yeah, it's solid. Um, Where where would you, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, where do you guys rank this? You don't have to say like exactly where, but would it be like at the top of the Friday the 13th franchise? In the middle or at the bottom of it? Um, it would be. Ask it would be near bottom for me. Not very bottom, but it would be near. It'd probably be. So I mean, how many are there now? Eleven? Is it eleven total? Eleven. Yeah, I think so. Uh, well, Jason, X, Jason X was ten. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. This was the eleventh. If you don't include yeah. Forever Jason, if you include Forever Jason, this would be the twelfth. Um, right. so it would be like somewhere like around I think like nine, eight or nine for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it would be like, one of the higher ones, just because I feel like I know more about this movie than I do the whole Friday the 13th franchise. Right. So. Uh, and I'd be in the middle somewhere, so. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys want to give, like, your top three? 
I mean, I couldn't. You couldn't. All right, Steve, you want to give your? T- I got my top three. If you want to give your top three. Uh, are we including Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, sure. Let's do, do it. Go ahead. Then I would say, in no particular order, Freddy vs. Jason, 7 and 8. Okay. And I would go um, part 3, part 4, and part 6 would be my top uh, 3. So, yeah. Good for you guys. (laughs) Um, Real quick, I did want to mention, um, I don't know if they still do it, but a few years ago we went to Vegas to go to Fright Dome. And they had a little, what do you call it? What, it was like a uh, 4D experience. Yeah. So they, you sat in this theater and they played all of, they played like Jason's classic kills or most. It wasn't, it wasn't even his classic kills. It was, was it every, it was every kill from this movie. Okay. Well, anyways, I loved it because like on the boat scene, they would like spray you with water and then on the bow and arrow one, um, they there was this thing there was that this fucking thing that stabbed you in the back every time like, he stabbed so people, painful. and it was fucking oh, wow. painful. Yeah. It would just like, shoot yeah. you in your fucking spine, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. And they would release like a kind of fog where you could smell like woods and yeah. stuff like that. I just and they had like that was blood so splatter, cool. like the, yep. like water that would yeah. spray in the face for blood splatter. It, it was, was really fun. cool. Yeah, it was really cool. But yeah, that's my story. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that thing in the back is really annoying. They, yeah. There's a there's a Disney ride that does that, yep. mimicking a bee sting, and it's just like, yeah, I don't want to be. So fucking disrespectful. They did it literally like ten times during that yes. thirteenth experience, and like I, my back was like in pain. I, I felt harassed. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Um, but all right, yeah, I think that is it, guys. Um, happy Friday the thirteenth to the 13th. all of our listeners. And, uh, yeah, um, so... And happy birthday to Steve. Yeah, happy birthday to Steve. Yeah, thanks, guys. And, uh... And we miss Todd. And we miss Todd. And, yeah. uh, also, just don't forget, guys, there will not be a new episode next week. We are taking next week off. But we will be back the following week with our review of It Chapter 2. Oh, and, I can't wait. Yes, and, um, so, uh, you know, just to get ready, we're doing It Chapter 2, Candy Corn, Three from Hell, and Haunt. So those are four really exciting titles coming up for you guys to review. Uh, for us you guys to, to listen for us to review, you guys to listen to. Um, so that is it, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening, and bye. Don't forget bye. to follow us on our social media. Bye. <laughs>